As many of you know, RPW has a presence on Quora, where I answer various questions on how the financial markets operate and whether inflation will hurt the economy. For the latter, I've managed to come up with several variations of yes, outlining outcomes ranging from, quote, Britain in the 1970s bad to Zimbabwe bad. I also make several digs at the utility of Bitcoin, so it is no surprise that I got a dressing down recently on how I, quote, don't get it. I laughed out loud. It was comedy gold. I took out my Mania bingo card and it was a full house, an impressive achievement in less than 500 words. I'll include the text in the next entry of the free RPW Substack newsletter for your enjoyment. I have chosen not to get into an argument with an evangelist who believes in the immutable truth that Bitcoin is the future. Religious groups, Extension Rebellion, and those proponents of intersectionality and race baiting are all impossible to argue with because one is attacking the cornerstone of the intellectual framework that provides, amongst other things, their status and income. Mathematics from over 2,000 years ago formalised the concept of having self-evident truths as cornerstones of our thought structure. Thus, areas such as Euclidean geometry started with axioms, and which, from which theorems such as, quote, all triangles have angles that sum up to 180 degrees, in from, from the axioms and the theorems established below it. We look for certainty in areas of our lives outside of mathematics, where we are desperate to tame the randomness of realised events. This need for predictable explanations of events that are unpredicted is core to our being. To explain, I will use how we respond to music and melody. Anyone that composes will mention there are many rules associated with a particular genre. Therefore, the critical component in composition is, obviously, to pluck out a ditty tune, but also to project it forward in a semi-predictable way for the listener. The composer has to operate within the confines of the rules that define a particular genre, so that it can support the listener's enjoyment. If you have music that does not comply with these rules, you mostly have noise not different from an infant banging a drum. There are very few songs that break the rules and become classics. Bohemian Rhapsody is one that people immediately highlight, even though it is essentially five songs mashed together. I would suggest anyone to listen to Day in the Life by the Beatles. That takes randomness to a lever never surpassed. Investors make decisions by holding on to two risk factors that sit on top of each other, that rely on fixed or immutable rules, plus cycles that they define based on fixed assumptions. Next, we see quantitative analysts that talk about Fibonacci frequencies. Fibonacci numbers represent what is called the golden mean that is common, for example, in the evolution of spiral shells. I might cover the utility of chartists in financial prediction, though it might be hmm, modest. Derivative traders look at the world differently to investors as they embrace uncertainty by assuming asset prices wriggle around in the same way that smoke particles move in a jar. They embrace the fact that they are neutral to whether a stock goes up or down. In mathematics, this is called a stochastic process and is used extensively by physicians. Physicists, not, 
if you dig into these models, the traders have to make fixed assumptions on specific model inputs. A critical um, example is that of the variance or, or volatility of the stock in question is constant during the life of the contract. Given that it is not, the quants have over the years tweaked these assumptions to create even more Greeks. Term structure, skew, ketosis, locovol, and I kid you not, volovol. Not volovol, that is a highly prized pastry in the 1980s Kelly household. Each time the quants introduce another tweak or a Greek, the market takes a hit as it reprices the emerging risk correctly. The financial impacts do not themselves question the fixed assumption that stocks move in a predictably random path. To do so puts the question of a gazillion trillion derivatives market into question, which would be a terrible idea. In summary, we've ended up with a ziggurat of a thought structure that retains, on the face of it, a benign world order, so that it has three levels. The first, self-evident or axiomatic beliefs that are beyond refute. The second is the definition of cycles in human in areas of human endeavour, such as musical, sporting, economic, financial and political, that explains predictable changes in the status quo. And finally, three, a framework to explain away events that break the rules that thought leaders can isolate as, an, as a benign exception due to the actions of genius or enable tweaks to the assumptions around cycles. When the framework fails to absorb outlier events, you know, Trump election, Brexit and COVID are good examples, as well as the credit derivatives debacle in 2008, the whole ziggurat comes under question. Unfortunately, given that we are all invested in keeping the benign world order for the sake of job, financial, medical and geopolitical safety, we tend to ignore emerging threats and find that don't fit into the structure. Coming back to my delightful Cora pen pal, the desperate desire to suppress dissenting voices about Bitcoin is, as mentioned, comedy gold and reflects the need to keep its momentum. The behavioural pattern displays, displayed is universal and not restricted to finance. The more people invest in the belief system, the greater the resistance to change. The bigger the delusional bubble will therefore burst. In risk, we talk about looking round the corner for emerging risks not currently discussed. The usual framework, sorry, usual feedback I covered in a podcast from, I can't believe it now, a year ago, it's nutty wool on the line. In the public domain, the media used the tagline conspiracy theorists. When the bubble bursts, financial and non-financial, the outcome is always the same painful and bloody mess.